Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Fronte. Mike, how are you doing this week? Uh, you know, Tyler, this week, it, uh, I guess I'm chilling, is all I can say. How about yourself? That's it? You're just chilling on this week? I know you're chilling most weeks, and that's great, but I would think for this week, you're you're a little more than just chilling. Well, what can I say? The weather outside is frightful. It's been cold all week, so quite literally chilling. As well yeah. as the heat. Yeah, same by me. Just snow every other day. It's or 10 degrees or both. But we got something to warm us up, I guess. We have a good topic to talk about, and that is the Cornetto Trilogy. Mike, what is the Cornetto Trilogy? Well, Tyler, the Cornetto Trilogy is none other. Three separate movies that have nothing to do with one another. Besides the fact it's got a common director, which who's also the writer, and the two main actors, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. And the director, yeah. if you guys know, is Edgar Wright. He also made the movie Baby Driver, which was also fantastic. I honestly can't think of a movie that Edgar Wright hasn't done right. But yeah, pretty much there's just a common theme throughout the movies, which is the Cornetto, a.k.a. America's version of the drumstick ice cream cone, and the trio. Yeah, that's basically the uh, best way to put it. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a trilogy, so it's three movies. We're going to go talk about them in order of when they came out. So first one we're going to do is the horror comedy movie, Shaun of the Dead, which came out back all the way in 2004. Yeah, it came out a while ago. Yeah. Um, Essentially, what this movie was about follows the main character, Sean, who is played by Simon Pegg, who's an adult, and he's kind of a loser. Um, he's got his good friend, which is played by Nick Frost, and they're both kind of nobodies. They're not really doing anything with their lives. Like, Simon Pegg works in uh, an electronics store, I believe, and Nick Frost, I don't think he actually works, but... In a nutshell, Simon Pegg and his girlfriend split up right at the start of this zombie apocalypse. The whole movie is them getting through the zombie apocalypse, coming together. In a nutshell, fixing their differences. And yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, plot-wise, there's not that much to the movie. But the main thing that why it's fan favorite and why it's overall a pretty good movie is the character interactions. If there's one thing this trilogy has down is Edgar Wright with the script, the character interactions are great between the banter between them and the couple serious moments that they need to. And this is clearly seen in Shaun of the Dead as like you mentioned, the, the small group they eventually get tries to, you know, maneuver around the zombie apocalypse that's slowly happening in front of them. I personally don't really have any downsides to the movie that I can name of. Yeah, I'm kind of sharing your opinion on that. I mean, overall, the movie was really fun to watch. It's fun to rewatch. It's one of those films, which pretty much like all of these, that you want to watch something that you've seen before, but don't really know what else to watch. You can put this in and you're still going to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, all three of these movies, like if it's on TV and I'm bored, I'll just sit down and start watching it. Like just if it's in the middle of it, I'll just watch another 30 minutes. Of it. It's just those type of movies and they're, they're definitely rewatchable. 
a lot of rewatch for these movies strictly because of the writing. You're going to pick stuff up every time you watch it that you didn't realize the first time, whether it's witty banter or some more jokes or little nuances of the film that you didn't actually pick up the first couple times. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's definitely worth a, a rewatch. I know for me personally, for Hot Fuzz and The World's End, rewatching it a second or third time, I did pick up on a couple other things I didn't see the first time. But we'll get to those in a second. Tyler, yeah. what's uh, one of your favorite scenes of Shaun of the Dead? Favorite scene would have to be... It's not a big one, but I think it is when Simon Pegg goes out, you know, because... He, he's in his routine day, right? He's in his routine, waking up. And he gets out and everything seems normal. Then he goes to the shop, you know. There's a couple zombies, kind of weird. But he doesn't notice it. And he just walks around the streets and eventually comes back and then finally realizes there's something different. And it's yeah. just just a joke. I like how he has gotten so boring with his life and it's so routine that he doesn't notice that a zombie apocalypse is breaking out right now. Yep, and he only realized that when they went outside into the garden, there was Mary, a.k.a. female zombie, just chilling out there in the garden. And he ends up pushing her, and she falls backwards onto some type of spike that was sitting out, sitting out of the ground. And then uh, Simon Pegnick Frost are horrified. She then gets up, and the camera pans, looking through the hole in her stomach at the two of them. And that's when they realize that Shit just got real. Yeah. All right. So if we are just about done with Sean of the Dead, uh, I think well, it's time to move over. Do you, oh, do you have something else to add? Yeah. So another thing which Edgar Wright is brilliant for is his choice of soundtrack during the film, during the films, actually, and how like every single thing matches up. And you see this very well done in Baby Driver. But in Shaun of the Dead, when they make it to the Winchester, which is the bar where they're going to hold up until the whole thing blows over. And the zombies start breaking into the... Or it wasn't quite then. It was when the uh, the owners of the bar came downstairs and they were actually zombies. And the jukebox started playing. And it was actually a song by Queen. And they're all in a circle with pool cues, smacking the owner of the bar with pool cues in unison to the song, like, with the beat. I, I, it's one of my favorite parts of the movie, how it just stands out, and it's comical, to say the least. Yeah, Edgar Wright definitely has a knack for matching up uh, songs with the beat of the movie, depending on what scene it is. Like, you definitely see that in, like, Baby Driver is just built around that. But, yeah, you see it here in Shaun of the Dead with that scene. But that's enough of Shaun of the Dead. Let's go on to the second film, which is... Hot Fuzz. So, first one was a horror comedy movie. This one, Hot Fuzz, I feel is more, it, it's a comedy, but it's definitely, I feel, a parody of action movies in general. Oh, and absolutely. Funny enough, by Edgar Wright parodying action movies, he made actually a pretty good action movie himself. So, the plot of this one is starts in London. Simon Pegg's character is best of the best kills it every time but the issue is the bosses don't like it he's making everyone else look bad because he actually does his job so they should move to a small england town in the country where there's basically no crime 
and he has to just live with it. So that's where he meets his partner, who is the next Frost character. You know, over time, they're more of like buddy-buddy. And after he arrives, though, he starts to notice that there's more and more murders, or as the town will say, no, they're just accidents. And then it just goes from there, and he tries to uncover some kind of conspiracy in this small British town. And that's basically it. And throughout it, it gets, obviously, there's some great action scenes. The writing is fantastic. Uh, this is my personal favorite. I'm just going to come out and say it for the trilogy. This is my personal favorite. I could watch this all day. It is a very bold statement. But a- I'm not going to disagree with you. This movie was excellent. And it was what really got me to notice Edgar Wright. Because I did enjoy Shaun of the Dead. But its rewatchability is not nearly as good as Hot Fuzz, in my opinion. No, I agree. And then even the jokes, I feel, are better in this movie than uh, Shaun of the Dead. I feel like he, he stepped up for this one. I agree. I feel like uh, Hot Fuzz was a lot more physical comedy, though. Like, yes, there were some jokes written in, but it was more comedic how certain things played out. Yeah, yeah, no, there's definitely a bit more physical comedy, especially toward the end uh, in the supermarket fight. Like, a lot of the jokes there is all physical, but it works great. Oh, yeah. And then them talking liners they should have used when they knocked someone out or killed someone. Like when uh, Simon Pegg was talking to Nick Frost saying how he knocked out the bellboy by smashing the Japanese peacefully over his head and, like, right before it, he said, playtime's over. So, like, they really do make a point to make fun of action movies while being an action movie themselves. So, like, you'll see yeah. Nick Ross talk to Simon Pegg multiple times. Like, oh, did you say anything before you knocked me into the cooler? He's like, no, nah, I didn't actually. Well, that's a shame. Missed opportunity. Yeah, and then in case you don't pick up on that, Nick Frost's character is a huge, huge movie buff. And has like oh, yeah. bookcases of action movies, and they even reference you know one movie where you know shoots gun in the air, screaming, and how he does it at the end of the movie. It's like yeah. that's a more blatant reference, but yeah, like you mentioned, all the playtime over, and I definitely think he was making at least parodying Michael Bay a bit toward the end with some of the action scenes and like when they load oh, yeah. up. It's a lot of quick cuts as well. Oh, absolutely. But the whole, like, especially towards the end of the movie, it was supposed to be, like, the complete ripoff of action movies. Oh, yeah. So yeah, like the entire third see, act of an action movie. You have the scenes that were stolen straight out of Point Break. Then you have scenes that were stolen straight out of the Bad Boys movies. Like, it's it's all over the place. So, for this one, you mentioned for Shaun of the Dead, if you had a favorite scene. I'm going to do a different question for this one. Do you have a favorite character? If you can name them, if not, just describe them. I mean, it's it's a tough one because like the two best characters of the film are obviously the stars, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. But like to choose between them because they both had so many good scenes and so many good lines where they were either just funny or completely badass. Yeah, but I think the funnier of the two was probably Nick Frost, like in the scenes where uh, the first foot chase when some kid was shoplifting at a grocery store and Simon Pegg's jumping over the garden fences you know what that's actually a common theme in all these movies too they're always cutting through the fences and then someone yeah, they did that in World's End as well didn't they 
Yeah, and Shaun of the Dead, when they had to jump over the garden fences to get to the, the Winchester. Mm, that's another running joke they have. <laughs> yes. So, pretty much, Simon Pegg is jumping over these fences and doing crazy acrobatics over them. So Nick Frost gets hyped, and he goes, runs, and tries to jump over one of the fences, runs right into it, causing the whole fence to fall down. <laughs> one of the better moments of the movie. Absolutely. Um, for me, if you take away, obviously, the two main characters, I would say the best character besides them would be uh, Skinner, the, the manager of the supermarket. Yes, but do you know who he is? The, the actor? Or, let me rephrase it. He was in a very famous role at one point. Could you guess what that role is? James Bond? That would be correct. He was actually one of the James Bonds. Which James Bond was he? I know he was James Bond, but I forget which movies he was in. Gotta be honest, not really too familiar. I stopped watching James Bonds after Sean Connery. Pretty much just only watched the Sean Connery ones and Daniel Craig. I know yeah, it's same, not... same here, really. I think he was only in, like, one or two of them. Oh, so he wasn't in a lot like the others? No. Okay, well, let's not spin off to a James Bond discussion. Uh, Mike, do you have anything else to add to Hot Fuzz? No, I mean, there was really no nothing obviously bad about the movie. I mean, a lot of people do say it kind of drags on. It is a longer film, but I always found it was entertaining throughout because it was the telling of the story. Yeah, it was a longer movie, but I felt it wor- like there was no point where I was bored. Like there's a slow part toward the end, but you need to have that to set up for the finale. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, overall, I feel like the movie did its job. It told the story, had a lot of jokes throughout the way, had a lot of action. It was yeah. actually kind of gory at some parts as well. Yeah, especially when the the guy the guy next to the church when the pillar came off and just right through the head. Yeah. Tim Messenger, the guy who was always telling things wrong, which is actually why he was killed. Well, that's know, other... Nothing can ruin the village. So pretty much, spoilers ahead here. If you haven't seen the movies, they're, they're pretty old. You should definitely go watch them anyway, even though we're about to spoil this. So it turns out that the whole neighborhood watch community that runs the village are the murderers, and that there's actually multiple murderers, not just one. And they all have a hand in killing these people that live within their communities, and a lot of them are just for really dumb reasons. Like, Tim Messenger is because he was the newspaper editor, and he was always spelling things wrong. That was the reason why they killed him. Yeah, you had the uh, actor and actress that were killed because they were terrible at acting with uh, with the play. Which is also another one of the funniest moments. <laughs> why, why, why did they deserve to deserve to die? <laughs> they, they killed. Some, they didn't kill anyone. They killed Bill Shakespeare. Who? Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. And uh, why did they kill the uh, florist? Because she was leaving. Yeah, she was leaving. Yeah. They couldn't have. No one could have, have her talents. Yes, they said no. She. We couldn't have her sharing her green thumb with anybody else. So they killed her as well. Like, as long f- fucking jealous group of people. <laughs> yeah, really picky. They were killing their uh, the crusty jugglers and gypsy scum. Which, for a comedy, it, at least in that scene, it gets real dark. Oh, yeah. When he's going through, like, kind of like the graveyard of all the people they've killed, and you're just hearing the voices of the uh, 
Neighborhood Watch Association saying their titles. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, goes for all three, but definitely give it a watch. I don't have anything else to add. I'm ready to move on to the last one of the trilogy, if you are. Oh, I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. So, let me set you this... up. We got okay. The World's End here. It's the last one. And I would say the best way to put it is we had horror, we had action. Would you say this is more of a science fiction comedy? Yeah. Making fun of science I, I fiction a bit? I wouldn't even call it horror. I would just pretty much just say it's a science fiction comedy. Yeah, yeah, no, I wouldn't say it's horror either, but Mike, what is the world's end? Well, what better way to describe it than just five guys out having a night at the town? So pretty much <clears throat> it takes place for in another small area in London that has something called the Golden Mile. And it's 12 pubs scattered around the town. And it's kind of like a rite of passage for when people graduate high school to try and complete the Golden Mile. And the challenge is you have to drink one pint in each pub before you move on. Now, it tells in the beginning of the story, Simon Pegg is like the cool guy in high school, but he ends up not really moving on. And it's their graduating day. They do the Golden Mile, but they can't finish it. Then it Fast forward to years later, everyone has their own lives. They all separated. They don't really stay in touch with each other. And Simon Pegg, who is a recovering alcoholic, decides, screw all that. It's, it's time to get the boys back together. We need to finish the Golden Mile because it's actually killing him. And the fact that he's done nothing with his life, tries to get everyone back together, all his old school friends to complete the Golden Mile. But then weird things start happening once they get back to their hometown and how everything is the same but different. Yeah, that's basically the, the start of the movie. And yeah, as they do the new pub crawl now to finally finish it, they notice throughout the night things and more things are getting weirder and stranger. And it basically becomes a bit of an invasion movie. I wouldn't necessarily say invasion considering that the aliens were there the entire time. Well, it was an invasion at one point. Uh, I suppose it was actually the night they graduated high school. Oh, that's when it started? Yeah, apparently that's, uh, that's when they said it was started. It was uh, Crazy Basil, the guy who drinks out of the crazy straw. But it's not so crazy now, is it? No, he's not. No, another one of the clever points in the movie. <laughs> um, they're, yeah, they're this so one... This one is a bit different than the other two, and it, I, I like it for that reason because you don't see where it's going. You I don't. Really... Yeah, you you really you don't uh, until the end. You even at the end, it's like what what the fuck? Yeah, but like you think it's literally just going to be a drinking movie, and then something happens mm -hmm. where like it's some drama or something like that. No, it it does a real quick one eighty fast, and you're just like, wait a minute, what? But the the thing that I like about the movie the most is Simon Pegg's character, Gary King. And yes. for what he goes through and the reasons why he does these things for a trilogy of comedies is actually a really, I think actually the most serious moment in the entire trilogy. Yes, definitely. Definitely at the end. Yeah. When uh, him and Nick Frost are supposedly the last two of the friends to make it to the world's end. 
But no, this movie's filled with a whole bunch of comedy, but it's a lot of witty written comedy. There is some physical humor here and there, but it's a very witty film. You're going to miss a lot of things first watch through that you will pick up other times. Yeah, physical humor definitely picks up once uh, what once they realize what's actually happening. The uh, the physical humor actually goes more of it happens uh, as mm. as it progresses. But I will say, obviously, he learned from Hafiz because the fights in in this movie are also really good as well. Oh yeah, I think the fights in this movie are actually well, they're different, but it's they are different, but. The fights in Hot Fuzz were like gunfights and car chases, stuff like that. Whereas this movie, it's like bar fights to the extreme. Yeah, it's just fights, basically. Um, which was awesome. Which, if you think about it, this movie kind of has a bit of everything. It has the comedy from all three yeah. movies. It has the action. But it also has serious, serious moments as well. So I feel like there's one movie where you want to basically... Like, you ever want to watch a movie where you laugh and cry... This is the closest one you'll get that with. Absolutely. And then, who would you say? Uh, I know yeah. you said you liked uh, Simon Pegg's character, but mm-hmm. would you say your favorite in the film? No, he is he is my favorite. Yes. Fair enough. Why? Which one's your favorite? I'd have to say Nick Frost for this one. Also, because like they did a complete switcheroo in the other two movies, Nick Frost's character is usually the the loser version of him, like his kind of sidekick mm-hmm. doesn't really have things going for him is either a bum and does nothing or just that lazy cop that doesn't do anything except watch action movies. But this one, he was actually the successful one and turns out to be a complete badass. So I got to say, he's probably my favorite in this one. Yeah, that was a big surprise for the movie, but it was also a really good surprise, too, because it did switch things up. Oh, absolutely, because you're used to seeing Simon Pegg as the more successful one. Mm-hmm. Or if he's not, like, yeah, because in Shaun of the Dead, he actually has a job, and while it's not exciting, he at least has yeah. a job. And Hot Fuzz, he's the action badass. But here, no, this one, he is a bit of a loser and doesn't know what he wants to do in life. Meanwhile, yeah. Nick Frost, he has everything figured out, and once shit starts hitting the fan, he's the one that's actually trying to Move the group forward a bit. Move the group forward and out of the town, but Simon yeah. Pegg wants to finish the Golden Mile, and nothing will stop him. And nothing did stop him. He did finish the Golden Mile. Alright, so I've said my piece about all three movies. Mike, do you have anything else to add about any of the movies? I think we just kind of touched up on a whole bunch of things, but there's nothing substantial to add. Besides, if you're looking for a really good comedy, either one of these films are good for that. Yeah, really, like, we have our favorites, but really, you can't go wrong with any of them. You watch any of them, you're going to have a good time. And the great thing about this trilogy is you don't have to watch them in order. You can watch them backwards if you want. Any order you want. Because they have absolutely nothing to do with each other. Yep, besides the Cornetto. And the Fences. And Fences. And... The writer, director, and lead actors. All right, starting to become a sizable list. <laughs> Pretty much, but that's why it's the Cornetto show. All right, I think that's about it for this week's episode. Uh, next week, eh, we're going to at least mention or quickly talk about the Oscar winners. And who knows, maybe the show itself will be absolutely terrible and we can make fun of it. 
they have no host. And uh, Queen is going to go perform. So we'll see how the show goes. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Oh, for the Oscars. Yes. Yeah. There's no... Queen, yeah. Queen's going to perform? Queen is performing, yes. Um, where's uh, where's Freddy? It's back from the grave? Uh, I believe they got... A, I believe it's Adam Lambert. They have some singer just to join on to do his part. Okay, then. Yeah. That should be yeah. interesting. We're going to have a lot to talk about next week. That's what I'm saying. Show might be absolutely terrible. So we might have a lot more to talk about than we thought we would. Well, but only if you have seen them, if you have seen these movies and you have a favorite one, Mike, where can they tell us that? Well, you can tell us your opinion at entertainment expansion at outlook.com or you can direct message us right on Instagram on our Instagram page, which is entertainment expansion. Yep, every episode a post goes up, and that is where you can like, comment. Do you like the movies? Do you not like the movies? Do you have a favorite, or do you have a favorite character out of one of them? Uh, please let us know, and then obviously for next week. Or another topic you can talk about is who do you think is going to win Best Picture at the Oscars? Mike, do you have a prediction for the uh, who's going to win Best Picture? Uh, Just a quick question. Honestly, I I don't. What I've been seeing is it's either going to be, it looks like Roma or the uh, Spike Lee movie, it looks like. Oh, Black Klansman? Yeah, Black Klansman. I wouldn't be disappointed if Black Klansman wins. Yeah, if it wins, I definitely got to give it a watch because I've been hearing good, good things about it. As have I. But this episode's gone on long enough. We'll talk about the Oscars next week. Thank you for listening and see you then.